The following podcast contains spoilers for the two faces of Dr. Jekyll. You have been warned. <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of KFR News Radio. This is your host, Miguel Megusto. Oh, wait, I did it again. Oh, I am you, and you are me. <laughs> is that you, John Wayne? Oh, is, is that me? you? Are we I, each I'd other? like to apologize to everyone who's ever learned uh, United Kingdom English uh, that my accents are terrible. Mm. But if you listen to us, you know my accents are terrible for every accent other than my specific accent we just out here doing the best we can okay we're out here doing the best we can that that's true speaking of the best we can mike did you see anything in this definitely last week of us (laughs) recording (laughs) i saw a movie called jekyll's inferno uh, which is also the two faces of dr jekyll which is our film for this week glenjamin button i don't think you said your name oh but I can. And I'm a Gomagusto. So, yeah, I only watched The Two Faces of Dr. Jekyll for reasons that you and I know. And yes, no but of know. course. Yes. Um, so, uh, I watched a movie called Ginger Snaps, and it's Ooh. not what you think it's about. Uh, no, it is not about a man making ginger That's, snaps and them falling apart. That was one of the a- options we had out of the three for the streaming roulette last week, wasn't it? Yes, yes. Yes. Um, it's about a teenage girl snapping mentally and physically she goes fucking insane is and her I name learned, ginger yeah oh wow it's i will say i get i give a little creativity points for that um but i learned way more about the little female anatomy going on <laughs> in this movie than i ever wished to uh and it is unapologetic for it and i honestly i say good for it uh, but overall, man, I did not uh, enjoy this movie that much. I think I gave it like two and a half, which means I obviously I I, I stood it, you know, I, uh, longer than I expected. But uh, yes. dear Lord, honestly, let's uh, can I move on from that? The female anatomy is back in my brain, and I can't not think of it anymore. <laughs> yes, you know, as as is uh, the curse. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that's, I guess, nice and short. We don't have any news for this week because reasons that you and I know. Mm. Uh, so I guess we should just get into the two faces of Dr. Jekyll. This is Dr. Jekyll, one man with two faces and a mind split in two. Will we ever know who we really are? Who are you, Kitty? Who are you? Dawn Adams as his shameless wife, unaware that her husband was two men, both of them watching her jealously. I don't deserve you, Kitty. You don't. But I deserve you. I deserve nothing better than you. Christopher Lee as the lover who shared her deception, 
and her danger. Here is the cold face of hate and the hot face of passion. Dr. Henry Jekyll experiments with scientific means of revealing the hidden, dark side of man and releases a murderer from within himself. Damn, son. Uh, Did honestly, you practice I that? I put my golden teeth in for that one, because that was... <laughs> wow. Uh, it is directed by Terrence Fisher, written by Wolf Mankiewicz, no relation to Herman J. Mankiewicz. It's spelled differently, completely, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and written, or uh, based on the novel The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde by Robert Louis Stevenson. It is starring Paul Massey, Don Adams, Christopher Lee, and David Kossoff. Kossoff? Kossoff? Kossoff-Alavasis? Maybe um, it's like, cur- like a really fast, accented cursive. Kossoff. Kossoff. Anyway, that was stupid. Moving <laughs> that on. That was very stupid. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's essentially the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, uh, just done in a super posh British way. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, uh, I kind of, I'm, I'm going to jump right into it if you don't mind me doing go this. Go for it. You do it, this, sir. This had a little twist to how the usual Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde goes. Obviously, there's a side of this man, you know, Dr. Jekyll, that, you know, maybe it's a little bit darker side. Maybe for some reason, like in this movie, maybe a little bit more sexy side, maybe a little bit more scandalous side. Damn. Um, Yeah, I I liked so far in this movie, I liked that... um, it, it didn't turn into, like, some crazy monster or anything like that. It turned into this really, like, you know, he turned into a pretty boy. He lost his beard, you know, his eyebrows got a little bit of a trim, and, you know, he's completely unrecognizable. <laughs> um, but he becomes Can this Can we just more... talk about how, how fake the beard, eyebrows, oh, yeah, and it's, hair it's were? yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's so bad when, he, when um, he's Dr. Jekyll. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it feels like a different take. I mean, obviously, he's still, like, a murderer and everything, but he's just this posh murderous asshole <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just he's, becomes he's not a murderer for murder's sake like mr hyde is if i remember yeah. correctly i could be wrong uh he he, he murders for vengeance and stuff mm-hmm. um and jealousy so like there's always there's motives behind his murders i can't remember if the book is like that it's been a while since i've read it and yes i know what you're thinking he reads yes <laughs> what when i was a kid i was obsessed with classic horror books so Mm-hmm. Uh, what Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde was one of the ones I read. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It's it's not your typical like Jack the Ripper esque type thing because you always imagine Mister Hyde with um, like a top hat, kind of like Jack the Ripper. Yeah, I don't remember if it's if it's like inspired by Jack the Ripper, but that's that's how I remember him. So seeing him as just like this pretty boy that could get any woman he wanted to if he wanted to was it, it was an interesting take. I. Uh, you know, was not expecting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I was going to say something, and then the, my life flashed before my eyes, because I swear. Because, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Christopher Lee, mm-hmm. as well. He was, he was fantastic, and very posh, and very handsome, and very yes. young yes. in this as well. Yes. Both, both really just uh, devastating men to the woman community. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, At least in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, the, the thing about si- like 60s horror movies, we've talked about this a little bit before, how they can be like hit and miss whether mm-hmm. or not they go with the time. Uh, they also, uh, especially if they're trying to go for like more wider audiences, have really weird 
decisions musically and the the opening credits for this just got the the most ridiculous music like it sounds like it should be in sound of music not in dr jekyll uh a dr jekyll movie it's the exact same way when there's the snake dancing thing too it's just kind of like yeah. above and beyond what it, it feels like it should be yeah um yeah i i un- completely understand what you're talking about sir yeah um but with with this being a horror movie there was a lot more scenes where people were just literally talking like it, i i kind of found myself i i, I want to stress i didn't hate this movie mm-hmm. but i got bored a lot while watching it yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of it is just that posh lifestyle, like fancy parties in any movie that I see always seem so boring to me where people are just like dancing the same. Everyone's dancing the same dance to the same music. And it, they, they did show a lot of the lucrative dance like the scenes and just the part. Yeah. They showed a lot of the party scenes, specifically towards the end of the movie when uh, all some shit's going down yeah. uh, is where everybody's doing like the can can for like f- five to ten minutes for some reason yeah um, it, it feels like a, it should have been like a medium length movie like maybe 45 minutes and they just padded the shit out of it yeah because um, there's definitely not enough there for me to really be that intrigued with it um i feel like i have i can't remember any of them but i feel like when i was a kid i probably saw better uh, adaptations of Dr. Juggle, Mrs. Hyde, Mrs. Hyde, Mr. Hyde, Mr. Hyde. But yeah, that's a transformation. I, I will give it credit for definitely doing something a little bit different from the other uh, stories. Um, I think the acting in it was pretty good, especially uh, Paul Massey. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he did a good job of pl- playing two very clearly different uh, characters to the point where if he is Dr. Jekyll, did not have the fake beard and fake hair and fake eyebrows, I would still be <laughs> yeah. able to notice that he is a different person. Um, uh, so it, the the fact that they just added all that fake make like hair and stuff just made it kind of laughable. But yeah, you know. that was that was another contrast that I liked so much about the movie. Um, obviously not the makeup and stuff, but uh, with with a very posh uh, Mister Hyde and everything, you've got the opposite of that. And Doctor Jekyll is kind of just this just this he's not like an old brittle man but he's kind of just a recluse and he stays in his room and he's just very deep voice and kind of just doesn't really like anybody he just yeah. he hates the exterior life he doesn't know why she goes to all those parties and uh, and then introvert versus extrovert yeah really. and then he transforms and he's this very posh man who just wants what he wants and you know if he can't have it then you know why should anybody else and I, yeah. I think that contrast is really what seals the deal for me I would with agree. this movie the 100%. acting is really good um, especially we know me I don't really like classic movies all that much to be completely honest yeah. Um, but yeah I, th- I thought this this was great specifically for those two things I, even with an hour and a half like you said it did feel like it, it ran a little bit too long um, yeah yeah I actually spe- specifically with the party scenes like you were saying yeah um, and but like I, I really liked all the stuff where you know Mr. Hyde just just trying to convince his way into things and stuff like that. And that, yeah. that, that was a lot of fun for me. Yeah. I actually started watching this at like 1.5 speed that you can do on YouTube. Cause I was just like, okay, they're just <laughs> oh, dancing. Wow. So like th- that's how bad it, granted yeah. I was extremely tired when I watched it and I watched it the day before I thought we were going to record. We recorded a day after we were originally going to record. Mm-hmm. So, and I knew that that day I had a lot of stuff to do. So like I knew I had to watch it that night. 
and I, I was just getting so tired that I just like started fast forwarding, not not fast forwarding, but watching it at a faster mm. speed. Yeah, um, I, I still got everything, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm but like the pacing was faster <laughs> because of that. Um, but you know, it's 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 a weird movie because it, it feels like it. Uh, it's definitely a film of its time. Like I don't think it's what this film would not be this film is not risque today but like it's still i still found myself when uh they said uh, there was a woman that used the word bitch uh in it and it was 1960 and i was like oh wow it's such a great execution of the way she she said bitch too i i i could i don't know like the history behind this but if this was the first time bitch was used in a film uh, a f- film that was approved by the censors, of course. Um, I would completely believe it. And w- the woman who says "bitch," she had to have known. And she's like, "I'm going to sell the shit out of this oh, bitch." Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone it, bought that shit immediately, and it was me. You know, <laughs> sixty years later. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it definitely um, has it definitely pushes the envelope for 1960 uh, England. Uh, including, you know, there's a scene where uh, Mr. Hyde and uh, Paul Allen, played by Christopher Lee, just straight up go to an opium den. Mm-hmm. They're just doing opium. Just doing that thing. Just, out. just doing it. Just, mm-hmm. just smoking it and just relaxing. And it's just they're just vibing, man. If if I didn't know more about the history of film, I would be like, yeah, this is nothing. But in with being 1960. And being like a uh, English speaking movie, which you know American and English audiences were always the most stuck up out of all f- classic film audiences. I was mm-hmm. just like, "Damn, they're getting away with something here." They're doing it. <laughs> they're doing it right on up. Actually, um, nineteen sixty. This is the first time that a a toilet was seen in a film too, and, <laughs> and it's Psycho. Psycho oh, was really? the first toilet. Holy yeah, shit! Uh, in nineteen sixty. So that's you know that if that doesn't tell you how repressed. Americans and English people were in 1960. I don't know what will. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I'm I'm struggling honestly to try to think of more things to talk about. It's not there's there's enough there that everything we talked about was kind of the basis of what we we hit. Um, yeah, I, I think the only really thing that I really have left honestly is talking about how Christopher Lee. This is like one of his apparently is like one of his favorite roles that he's ever done. Um, I believe it. Which I mean, he was he was really good at it, and I'm telling you, man, he, he's a danger to the woman's society. He's so goddamn <laughs> handsome. <laughs> well, I mean, James Bond is based off of Christopher Lee. Do you know that? I honestly, I or yeah, is it I think I do. Lee? Is it Christopher Lee or is it um? Oh man, it, it's based off of someone famous. I also know this is the second adaptation for the, 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 what am I reading here? It's the second Hammer adaptation of Robert Louis Stevens' novella, The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I'm very curious if The Ugly Duckling, or how how I would feel about watching that. And then, of course, Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde, which was which was not far off of Mrs. Hyde that you yeah. said earlier. <laughs> I kind of do want to see those movies and see how this kind of like trilogy... Uh, not that it is like an actual trilogy, but like see how those are. Yeah, definitely. And I can't imagine them being that long either in comparison. Yeah. So I couldn't find out if, if it was definitively if it was based off of Christopher Lee. It's either mm-hmm. based off of Christopher Lee or Roald Dahl, uh, James Bond is. and yeah. uh, Or a combination because I'm sure it's a combination of a few people. Um, but 
Yeah, just sorry to kind of go back on that. But oh, you're uh, good. yeah, I, I I saw that this was kind of a, a trilogy too, and it would be interesting to watch them. Um, the the one thing I was really missing from this that is in the book that I kind of wish that they had kept mm-hmm. uh, was there. There's a little bit of it, but there's not too much of a struggle for control between Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, where that is a huge part of the book. Is you know the, the the two personalities struggling for control? Yeah, and and that's uh, in this when Mister Hyde's in control, there is no he's, back and he's forth. Pretty much in control. Yeah, almost and when Doctor Jekyll's in control, there is no uh, struggle. Uh, but I th- every other adaptation has had that struggle, which is really an interesting part of it. And I feel like it could have added to the pacing. So it didn't feel so long mm-hmm, ha- had they done something like that. But uh, overall, it's a decent film. Um, I do think it struggles with its pacing. Uh, but, you know, what movie in the 60s didn't? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of all I've got to talk about, to be honest. Yeah, same here. Nice, quick episode. Mm, so, very quick. Uh, that brings us to our judgment for... Uh, this film, The Two Faces of Dr. Jekyll, has to be a unanimous decision whether or not it goes on the shelf boy with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. This was a streaming one, so either of us could go first. Um, yeah, I can go first. I can talk yeah, about it a little bit. Yeah, you go first. You do it. Um, I know how you feel about it, um, but I, I, I'm kind of struggling over here. I, I do have to say, uh, where I didn't honestly love it enough to want to put it on the shelf, as far as like a whole as a movie... I did like the performances and I did like the concept of how he became like this posh, uh, you know, very jealous man instead of just like this, you know, decrepit wanting to murder everybody type thing. Yeah. Um, and obviously I didn't, I didn't read unlike this person who did read like oh. you. So I don't really know what the original content is like. I just, I'm just based off of, you know, movies after yeah. like 1990. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I, I really liked it just for, for that and the acting, but I don't know if that's enough for me to want to put it on the shelf specifically. Yeah, uh, I, I would agree. I think the, for me, the pacing is a big killer here, mm-hmm. uh, especially at only not even 90 minutes. It's 88 minutes long. Uh, if if you can't have a well-paced movie under 90 minutes, uh, even if it's a, it's a fine movie, I don't think it's deserving of mention. Uh, so w- while there's great performances and it is an interesting uh, take on Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, I would say that it does not go on the shelf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Well, there it is. Yes. So the two faces of Dr. Jekyll does not make it on the shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. That brings us to our plugs for this week. Glenn. Oh, what are you going to plug? Wow. 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 Um, so I, as we all know, we now have a TikTok. So, of course, as one has a TikTok, one has to scroll on TikTok every now and then, which, mm-hmm, damn, mm-hmm. damn, what has my life come to? Um, but sometimes they do have little golden nuggets waiting for you in this this riverbed, and I'm just a little old pioneer here. Um, I found, basically, uh, what seems to be a podcast also, uh, like ours, like ours, but probably a little bit better and more resourceful with uh, how they do things. <laughs> Uh, it's called The Confused Breakfast. They, at least on TikTok, they seem to have a lot of fun facts and everything about movies from the past. And, like, uh, like here, the first one that I come across is Terminator 2. Like, that's actually one of the first uh, little videos that I found of these guys is they were talking about um, just, uh, what is it, the... Um, 
what is it? It's not the T. Is it the T one thousand? And how like the running scene and how that actor trained like a motherfucker just to not breathe through his mouth and just to In breathe T2? through his nose. Yeah, I forget uh, what he is. I can't, um, I can't remember the actual name, but they were talking about that and like went into detail about it and how cool it was. And I've, I've since then I've caught many of their other videos where they just talk about other things like yeah, that. Confirmed, it was a T one thousand. Ah, look at look at me go pat on mm-hmm. the back. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they seem they seem to be really cool, really like know what they're talking about and everything like that. So I specifically uh, um, am going to be checking out their podcast uh, that's on Spotify. Obviously, like I said, they're on TikTok. I think they're even on YouTube and yada yada. What else? But mm-hmm. they're called the Confused breakfast they all have their like their lunch thing andrews is like one of the funniest because he's just pulling out <laughs> sandwiches and apples and bananas and carton of milk carton of milk a whole bag yeah, of potato milk. chips it's like a magician's hat man it's just like <laughs> there's a moment where he's holding his sandwich and like everyone's looking at him behind him and then a piece of salad or a piece of lettuce it's, really it's like pure cinema i bet john Hughes is like that's it we fucking got it Ooh. fun my plug, uh, I, I've plugged this before, but I have fun with it. And season four just ended for this. Uh, it is um, on the YouTube channel Watcher, and it is Puppet History. Uh, if you like history, you'll like this. If you like little puppets, you'll like this. If you like jokes, you'll Ooh. like this. Uh, this one is really, this season was really funny because throughout the first three seasons, they've had like little. Uh, bits of lore where the 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 puppet rants about his arch nemesis which is a genie uh in this season they did not or did they Mm -hmm. it's the real question uh they said they didn't but they may have who knows um and and it's it's just a fun little arc i don't know if it was planned from season one for this to happen Mm -hmm. but with season four they really kind of brought it all together uh and uh yeah so uh season four of uh, puppet history if you haven't seen any of the puppet history just watch them from beginning to end it's all really interesting uh and you could uh you know hear about how you know how everyone says the founding fathers would not have uh forced vaccinations on people well george washington did mm-hmm. uh he he forced uh the uh soldiers to get the uh smallpox vaccine which wasn't a vaccine at the time it was an inoculation is what they called anyway Fun little tidbits. Not all American. People uh, just like to think they know everything, even though they, they might do. Know. It's they crazy. Do. Yeah. So puppet history on the Watcher YouTube channel. It's a real fun time. All right. And you might feel things too. Who knows? Okay. Ready, everybody? Welcome, one and all, to the season four finale of Puppet History. Today, as always, we'll be taking an ever-winding look at yet another chapter in the heavy, heavy book we call History, while our guests ruthlessly compete for the coveted title of History Master. I'm your beloved host, the Professor. Thank you. My heartstrings. Yes. Or puppet so, strings. Ooh, yes. So that, that is... Those are our plugs for this week. That brings us to our assignment for next week for week four of the Spooktacular. Ooh. Uh, we're coming back to me halfway through the Spooktacular, coming back to me. Uh, in last week's episode, I talked about how I really like universal picture monster movies from the 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. I watched Wolfman. Uh, I've been obsessed with Frankenstein ever since I was a kid. I when I was when I was a kid, I was Frankenstein for literally like four Halloweens. Out of I mean, the, you had the height. You did. I had the height. I, I just like Frankenstein. I like the story. I think 
Uh, you know, the under, misunderstood monster is a very interesting concept. Uh, so, but there's one movie from the uh, Frankenstein lore that I had not watched yet and it is on Criterion Channel and that is The Bride of Frankenstein is my pick mary shelley reveals the main characters of her novel survived dr frankenstein goaded by an even madder scientist builds his monster a mate directed by james whale who also did the first uh frankenstein so there's that uh it is written by william hurlbert hurlbert john l balderston and then suggested the original story by mary shelley so she didn't write it but she suggested it uh in 1816 um, oh, so she's a producer, huh? <laughs> no, she's <laughs> she's just a writing credit because yes. she came up with the idea for it. Uh, it is starring Boris Karloff, uh, Elsa Lan- Lanchester, uh, Colin Clive, and Valerie Hobson, and that is going to be on Criterion Channel, The Bride of Frankenstein from 1935. A nice 75 minutes, so not too long. Oh, nice and um, crisp. Yeah, nice and crisp. So, yes, that is my uh, pick. That is our assignment for next week. Perfect. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we are Keystone underscore film underscore review. Twitter, Keystone underscore film. Facebook, Keystone film review. YouTube, Keystone film review. TikTok, Keystone film review. And on Letterboxd, I'm Mike KFR. And I am Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when we see the monster himself get married. He's going to get hitched. Everyone has to have a love in their life. Where do you think they're going to go on their honeymoon? Hell. No. That was darker than expected. (laughs) Bye. Bye.